The Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return, sponsored by Narconon Ojai. Hello, and welcome to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. My name is Joni Siegel, and I'm the host for this podcast. Now, we're doing something a little bit different with this particular video and audio because we've been podcasting more than three years now, and we thought we, being my husband Steve Siegel, the producer, and me, we thought it would be kind of cool for you to hear a little bit more information about why we started this podcast and where it's come from since we started back in April of 2017. So I have an interview today, although it's probably going to be more of just a conversation, and that would be my husband Steve Siegel. Steve, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you, Joni Siegel. It's a pleasure to be here and be seen. <laughs> there you go, because he's never seen on these. He's always behind the scenes working very hard. So, Steve, what I like to do when I start these interviews is I like to find out from you, like, where, what led you to being the producer for this podcast? What's your background? How did you get here? Well, very quickly, I was a marketing executive for many years in the Washington, D.C. area, came down here to Florida. We started a boutique marketing company, you and I. And about three years ago, we were looking for ways to expand. And we heard about this thing called podcasting. We really didn't know much of the details. We went to uh, three, no, actually what happened is we went to a business convention and heard this guy talk about horses on his podcast. And it was really cool, uh, Glenn the Geek. And then uh, we talked to a Chris Kremitzos, who headed up that group and went to something called um, PodFest and learned how to do it. And the one thing we took away a lot, but one of the main things we took away was do something that you're passionate about. Do something that you know about. Uh, you started another podcast called Silver Hair Foxes at that time, or, or uh, you started in that area. And my observation was, well, what are we passionate about? Uh, what's one of the biggest problems in the United States and around the nation? Drugs. And so we, you know, while we don't have a personal uh, and I've never had a personal addiction other than my 60s, uh, you know, trips on pot and stuff like that, uh, we started podcasting. We got a sponsor at that time and we learned a tremendous amount and it's expanded now to be one of the top rated podcasts uh certainly in the united states at this point in time uh which is late may we are over two hundred thousand downloads we get about 2500 downloads per episode and we have a variety of people that we interview so steve just out of curiosity, I mean, I've done this journey with you, so uh, a lot of what you said I'm familiar with, but when we started back in April of 2017, did you have any idea how far we would be able to go with this podcast, how big it would get? Not initially, although being a marketing guy, I'm always looking at, you know, creating something. After a couple of podcasts, so probably after eight or ten I saw the potential and, you know, one of the things that we tried to do or started out doing was to give hope and help to people. And then we, 
branched out to interview people in all phases of the addiction area. And from that point on, it grew um, exponentially. Right. You know, one of the things that I think kind of, you know, helped give us a little bit of impetus is that we, you know, teamed up with a sponsor, Narconon. Narconon is a drug treatment facility. There's one here in Clearwater, and our sponsor is one in California. But we were able to then interview graduates of that program and also get some in-depth in information on drugs from from some of their staff who would come on the podcast and tell us about, you know, what was happening in the drug scene. Because, as you said, you and I were not really familiar with drugs. We basically just saw drug addiction as a huge problem that we needed to do something about or we needed to figure out a way to help with that. I know for me personally, I'm a mom. And when... I know I, I remember seeing a film, um, Prescription Suicide, I think it was called. And, you know, there were parents in there who had lost their children to addiction. And for me, that became a passion for me because I, I don't want another parent to lose a child to addiction. I just, I cannot imagine that heartbreak. And so that was kind of part of, you know, what was underlying it for me. Steve, who are, like, what are some of the things you've learned from doing this podcast about the whole area? Um, I've learned a lot, right? We've interviewed many, many recovered addicts, and I've learned, you know, them talking about suicide and relapse, and what it did to their parents or what it did to their kids, right? And that this is, Nothing that you can just say, okay, you're ready to stop. doesn't happen that way. It's an addiction. Um, when we started um, and we had uh, guests on from uh, Narconon, and Narconon is a, uh, we are an independent company. We, we don't work for Narconon. And we interviewed some of their uh, graduates as well as from many other 12-step programs and so forth the degree of addiction is unreal. It was unreal to me until I heard many, many stories. You know, I think I agree with you. And I think even though when we started, if someone had asked me, you know, is addiction just relegated to, you know, the homeless guy under the, under the bridge, I probably would have said no I don't think it was completely real to me until we started interviewing, especially some of these young former addicts who, you know, are now clean and sober. And to hear their story, I mean, there, there's, there's no, drug addiction knows no economic limits, no religious groups. In fact, I remember um, hearing that there were members of the Amish church who were coming to do drug treatment and there's everybody is being affected by the addiction pandemic and I don't think that was completely real to me until we started talking to some of the people who um, you know are former addicts so who 
are some of the people that you've been in touch with that we've gotten on the podcast? Okay, well, I'll tell you some names. I want to step back for half a minute and just describe a little bit more about the podcast itself. It is non-political in nature. It focuses on drug addiction, does not focus on gambling or food addiction. Uh, and drug all and of that alcohol. has a place. Yeah, it's drug and alcohol addiction. Um, not that those others are not important. So we have developed, uh, and it's very diverse. In other words, we have interviewed law enforcement to find out you know, where drugs come from and their viewpoints, musicians, uh, celebrities, recovered addicts, authors, and so forth. Um, one of the, and it's, it's also very educational in nature. We do not say to our guests or our listeners, hey, the way you got clean is, well, you know, it's not great. You know, we do, we're not judgmental. It's, it's very story oriented. We want people's stories so that people listening on the other end can go, you know what? Uh, my son or my daughter or myself have a chance and I just need to change my mind as much as I can. So one of the first uh, interviews we had was uh, the Attorney General of the State of Florida, Pam Bondi. Uh, and she's that the former with, Attorney General, right? Yeah, she's a former Attorney General. Uh, she's the one that shut down the pill mills in uh, Florida. And she talked all about where drugs were coming into the country and what they were doing. We have... Uh, interviewed the deputy chief of staff, I'm sorry, uh, joint chief of staff uh, of the military, uh, Sandy Winnefeld, whose son died of an overdose. Uh, we've interviewed uh, Gerald Posner, who is a New York Times bestselling author uh, who wrote a book called Pharma uh, that was a complete description of the genus of the drug industry from good stuff that they had done to um, not so good stuff they've done with opioids. Um, I've interviewed uh, Tim Ryan, who was a star of uh, an A&E TV series, Jennifer Jimenez, who is a, a model, and just a wide variety. Uh, but the stories are unbelievable. I don't know if you want me to get into the story of Brandon Jordan, or if you want to do that, but that's one of the one of the stories, and I think in that this is kind of a welcome also to uh, the podcast and the description, we might want to talk about one or two of the stories where we went, excuse me? I agree with you. And I wanted to just say one of the, we can talk about Brandon in a minute, but I wanted to tell you that one of the things that, one of the stories that fascinated me was we had a gentleman on the podcast named David Aiden. And David has done a lot of research into the area of addiction and different ways of approaching addiction. And he had just come back from when we interviewed him, he had just come back from a psychiatric convention in Georgia. And the thing that he said was that psychiatry wants to label addiction as a brain disease. And if they are successful at doing that, then they can mandate that the only way to treat drug addiction is with another drug, or otherwise known as medically assisted treatment. And then 
programs that don't use medically assisted treatment would then not be licensed or legal rehabs. And that was that was completely fascinating to me. And then from there, we went to a gentleman in England who is a researcher who works with the Addiction Theory Network. And that's a whole network of academicians and doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists and researchers who are, you know, writing papers to debunk the whole brain disease model of addiction. That was something that was totally fascinating to me. Right. Like, there's so many viewpoints that we take in. And it's not that, that we feel that a person goes into detox, that they, you know, in a short term, if they, something gets them out of it, great. But that's not really what's happening these days. Uh, education. Well, let's face it, Steve, because we've interviewed people who who didn't do any treatment at all, and then we've interviewed quite a few people who are very successful with twelve step, and then we've interviewed people who weren't successful with twelve step. So we don't judge. We just want people to be clean and sober, and we don't really care how they do that. That's you right. Think that's fair. I think that's I fair. Think, I think that's fair, and uh, we. One of our goals is, you know, diversity of opinions. Uh, we've interviewed a fair amount of people on drug education. We interviewed Marshall Falk, who, uh, as anybody doesn't know Marshall Falk, they don't know football, uh, Hall of Fame professional player who um, is a spokesperson uh, for drug education program. Uh, we've interviewed uh, Randy Grimes, who played for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He told us all about painkillers on the field and what he went through, and what he did afterwards for athletes once he got clean and sober it's just it's amazing actually and this is something that i've learned a lot about a lot of people that have really been through it there might have been celebrities on their own a uh, darren prince is another one a big time agent out of california they go out and they help other people you know and they they just have such a care for helping uh others so i that was a big deal to me personally you know you're, you make a good point. Pretty much one for one, everybody that we've interviewed, including Austin, who was a young man who con who reached out to the podcast because he and his wife were in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming with no real support group. So the podcast was helpful to him in terms of support, but then he and his wife actually started a support group. He's not a celebrity. He's not a sports figure. He's just a guy. But he and his wife decided that they wanted to help other people and create some form of a group. And I think, I think that's a very, very good point that you make. Right. And along that same line, there's two other stories that fit into that helping others. One is um, Wes Gear, who uh, also was a traveling guitarist for a pretty famous band called Corn, And as a musician, once he got clean, he said, well, how can I help? And he started a group called Rock to Recovery. And they go into rehabs and help addicts write songs, right, on their own. And it helps them a lot. And it just, it stuns me how some of these individuals just give back at this point. And Wes is one of them. Um, Darren Prince wrote a book about his experience that you know, has helped a lot of people. So that part of it, 
is very refreshing. It is. You know, you mentioned Brandon Jordan, and when we interviewed Brandon Jordan, Brandon works with West Gear on Rock to Recovery, and when we interviewed him, fortunately, we weren't doing videos at the time. We were just doing straight audio podcasts, so we could hear him, and he could hear us, but he couldn't see our faces, and so I started that interview the way I start all interviews, which is to say, how did you get started on drugs? And he said, well, my story's maybe a little bit different. He said, I kind of have to go back, and he said, my grandfather supplied drugs to some of the musical groups like Peter, Paul, and Mary, the Mamas and the Papas, and Bob Dylan, and Steve and I, sitting in the studio, were like, we we didn't we didn't know you know how to respond to that and we had no idea until he shared that with us and now Brandon he did get into drugs later on in life because experiencing that and his father died of an overdose when he was 4 so he didn't tend to want to go in that direction but he did eventually and now he goes to the Brentwood VA center and he teaches the veterans there to write music as part of the whole Rock to Recovery program, which I think is phenomenal. You know, Steve, one of the most inter- interesting interviews I think we did recently was a gentleman by the name of Dan Schneider. Yes, indeed. You know, we've interviewed a couple of people that are fighting the opioid crisis uh, across the United States. Now, this guy was a pharmacist in Louisiana and his story was amazing in terms of what he did. His son was murdered in a kind of a drug deal and a documentary series was made, uh, played on Netflix for a while called The Pharmacist. And we did a two-part series on Dan tracking down his son's murder uh, to the doctor in Louisiana that was prescribing opioids illegally. Over-prescribing, yeah. Over-prescribing absolutely uh, illegally in the middle of the night to him forming an organization to lobby uh, against some of the illegal uh, prescribers of uh, Oxycontin and other opioids. It's fascinating. Yes, and you know, I would say that his story is a perfect example of how one person, again, not a big sports figure, not a celebrity, but one person who is really making a difference in this whole area of addiction. Absolutely, and we have a lot of those on our podcast. And it's just, you know, I think for people listening, we are very... This podcast is one where we try to give various opinions, viewpoints. Hopefully somebody can take away something. We've interviewed uh, epidemiologists. Uh, We've interviewed uh, nurses. Uh, We've interviewed people who have been through it. Ali Severino is a great example of that, producer and star of the TV series Dope Sick. Uh, So that's been refreshing for, for me anyway. I agree. And, you know, the thing we push with every podcast episode is that we just want people to get help and to reach out for help. And if they have a loved one that's addicted, get your loved one into treatment. You know, we've talked 
so many times as we get closer to the end of the year, you know, people don't want to put their loved one in treatment because they want them to be around for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And as we've said many, many times, that's just, that's a really bad idea because the holiday is not going to be good. And, you know, you might think, oh, you know, I'll have her or him around for Thanksgiving this year. But if you don't get them into treatment, you may not have them around for Thanksgiving any other years. So one of the things we pushed very, very hard and over and over and over again is to get yourself into treatment or get your loved one into treatment and do it now. There are so many resources that are available. Uh, One of the interviews we did fairly early on was a mentoring group called Learn to, the number two, Learn to Cope. And we interviewed the executive director because they are just a mentoring group. And so for a parent who suspects their kid is on drugs, they can contact Learn to Cope and get advice on what to do next or where to go. And I think, you know, groups like that are, they're huge. Even our sponsor, you can, when you call, you don't have to give your name. You don't have to give your address. You don't have to give any information. You can just ask questions and get answers. And that's what we want people to do is to just reach out. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Well, Steve, I hope people enjoyed seeing you in this episode You are really the brains behind this podcast. Steve is the one who schedules people for the podcast. He does all of the marketing for the podcast. Once he schedules them, he turns them over to me. I do the interview, I edit, and I upload. But he does all the front work and all of the work on the back end. And this podcast would not be rated number one year after year by Feedspot, as the number one addiction podcast without the work that Steve does. And so I'm super glad that you get, you get to see him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. As a reminder, as always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please check us out on YouTube. YouTube is still fairly new for us. I think we've only been doing it about six months. But we have a channel, and there are a lot of people who like to watch rather than just listen. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us a thumbs up if you like our interviews. And if you have a story to tell, please reach out to us. Steve will get back to you right away, I promise. Our email is theaddictionpodcast at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again with an interview. You have been listening to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return, sponsored by Narcanon Ojai. For more information on Narcanon Ojai, call 866-231-5924 or visit www.narcanonojai.org. Narcanon is a non-12-step rehabilitation program based on the works of L. Ron Hubbard.